everybody, and welcome to episode eight of That Was a Hoot, a Rocco Modern Life recap mini series. It is a mouthful. It is. It's a long title, but it's okay. It's worth it. It's worth it. Everybody knows what they're getting into as soon as we start, though. Which mm-hmm. is, I mean, especially since it's on a feed that says IFNZ Podcast, it's good mm-hmm. to establish what's up. Proudly presents. What's up? <laughs> I think we're about to get into issue three. We are getting some, segment one some more comics. Yes. Uh, the titles are uh, weird uh, <laughs> for this, especially this issue. Yeah. Eat this. It's good for you. <laughs> uh, the credits are John. I've Louis. also decided I'm going to let you read the credits yourself from now on, because last episode I butchered a few. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm done. Perfect. All right. Uh, <laughs> credits are John Louie. This is now his nickname for Lewandowski. Uh, Darren Auk, Gary Fields, Dave Sharp, Bob Sharon, Mike Lackey, and Tom DeFalco in all of their respective spots. Uh, no new p- players in the game this week. No funny, odd, quirky names. No, just Louie. Just Louie. Which, I mean, with a name like Lewandowski, you're definitely... Louie's a, a good kind of nickname for that. So we've got uh, Rocco and Heifer starting off this episode eating breakfast at an unnamed restaurant. Uh, they are evidently lovesick. This is weird because, like, they with no like. This is like no the backstory. First, yeah, there's first it's time like, that we've ever. They're moping not, all of a sudden. Yeah, they've never really moped or longed for anybody because, yeah. like, what Rocco's had what Melba? Melba isn't her name. Yeah, and that was about the extent of it. But yeah. that was was that in season one. Yeah. So yeah. I mean that that was like just the one episode arc and stuff. But we never really see him be like lovesick or anything no, like that not really gaga again. over girls no or it's boys mostly or just anything. like a there's you know, buddies bro time yeah it's bro time you're right <laughs> uh cupid is looking to shoot them with his arrow and he's flying around mm-hmm. that, that a pig cupid i guess you've noted here that you've seen some signs in the store oh yes i always love these signs uh we have hardening for the arteries eatery which maybe is the name of this place i hope so <laughs> uh it's like the uh what's the one place that's in arizona uh, the heart attack grill. Oh yeah, where they have everybody dresses up as a doctor Doctors or and nurses. nurses and stuff, yeah. and they have like all the names of the burgers are like you get that many patties. Like it's the double bypass, triple bypass, yes. quadruple bypass right. burger. Yeah, uh, and if you weigh over, if you weigh over three hundred pounds, I believe you eat for free. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a weird like. I'm, I'm not sure if I like that headspace. It's an actual like doctor that owns that place too, which Ugh. is real weird. It's kind of a and it's mocking that whole like industry right like that's yeah it's it's meant he's, to be a he joke said, he was like i was a doctor in practice for 16 years i remember watch because this is on food paradise yeah one of the many food shows that i frequent <laughs> and he says he's like he was a doctor for like 16 years or something like that and cooking was always a passion of his anyways opened up this restaurant um and it's become it was like a nationwide phenomenon after like six months of just yeah. being open based on just you know everybody's like they've got like deep fried lard uh, not lard, but butter sticks. And yeah, shit. like stuff like that. It's that crazy. you would just be like, "This is fucking gross." And why yeah. would a doctor ever go against yeah. completely against code? Right. <laughs> uh, I mean, but look at how many overweight doctors there are. Yeah, true. So, um, there's another sign that says, "If it's fat free, it's free," indicating that they don't really do that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have 102 varieties of syrup. They have the bucket o butter, and don't forget the gravy. <laughs> do you forget? Do you think that that's a more varieties than IHOP has? Oh, absolutely. Well, they got four. I think they've got more than four that are. They put four they on the put table. Four on the table. They but have they more than the, that, but I don't think it's like any. I think it's not 12. even double digits. Maybe. Oh, I want to say it's like maybe nine. eight. 
or nine. Yeah. They're right on the cusp. Right on the cusp. They're thinking <laughs> about making a 10th, but they were just like, I don't know if we want to commit to that. Yeah. Cause then they could like advertise now serving 10 different mm-hmm. types of syrup. It would be a big deal too. We would talk about it on the other show. If Absolutely. They did that. <laughs> <laughs> Rock, uh, Rocco's yearning for Melba toast, uh, mm-hmm. which I'm assuming is Melba uh, from season one. Well, uh, I mean, Melba toast is also another, it's a type of food. And it's Australian, right? Melba yeah, toast? it's it's uh it's like a hard or is Melbourne bread, like crusted get, bread. I gotcha. Am I getting yeah. Melbourne, Australia mixed up with Melba toast? I think that it is maybe its namesake comes from Australia. Okay. You know what I mean? Like maybe its origin was from there. And they were just like, ah, oh, it's Melba toast. You know what I mean? Uh yeah, it's true. It could be. Uh but yeah, I mean Melba, we didn't ever know like maybe Melba toast is Melba's full name. Maybe uh, Melba Toast. Yeah, it's her full. It's Melba's yeah. full name. You like Rocco Rama? Yes. Yeah. 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 I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> it's new information. Every episode it happens. It's, it's new just to me. New every time. <laughs> Ever's yearning for female cow named Rosie. Ooh. Uh, who I guess we've never really met, but we meet in line at a grocery store. Appears to be a perfect match for Ever. She eats the like all the same foods. Mm-hmm. She looks like I think she's uh, also like obnoxious mm-hmm. and uh, just she's into heifer like the lady lady version of heifer basically right. Heifer says he has to go meet Rosie and ask Rocco if they're going to split the bill and by split I mean I think he's assuming fifty fifty yeah and Rocco got uh, tea and toast which mm-hmm. he didn't even finish all of his toast because Heifer took the last bite of it. Uh, so which I mean that I, at least Heifer is offering to pay some of it. He this is a step up. From like leaving Rocco with like I don't have any money, I guess, but it still just always throws into question the the age old dilemma in my mind is does Heifer have money or not? Because <laughs> there are so many episodes that contradict that, and you're left believing from the episode from the season, even earlier issues of this comic. We've mm-hmm. been like, oh, he's dirt poor, you know. I mean, he obviously has some money, but does he have? Is is he like wealthy? Yeah, we just don't know it. You know, yeah. like he's just like a, the ultimate penny pincher. He's a secret millionaire. Yeah. After Rocco is watching a videotape of Melba's commercials at hand and f- as a hand and foot model, uh, VCR chews up Rocco and spits him out uh, with the tape afterwards. We don't, uh, we don't have VCRs anymore. I mean, I have one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, we don't. This is an outdated reference that, that some people may not understand. Uh, so video cassette recorder <laughs> for those not in the know uh, was the way that we watched uh, a video VHS, a VHS uh, back in the day. So whenever we would get movies, we would buy them <laughs> in these little uh, boxes. It almost looked like a big tape. So ca- tape, tape cassettes. <laughs> Meanwhile. Are... <laughs> <laughs> this could keep going <laughs> i love it uh meanwhile heifer meets up with rosie and it looks like he's uh eating like a whole basket of apples there's like a <laughs> a street merchant who's selling apples yeah. and heifer while he's waiting is just like chewed up two bushels of apples how much is a bushel <laughs> it's a bushel at a peck um and a hug around the neck how much is a bushel i don't know a, a basket i know but i'm not like a basket full of apples would that be like 20 I think it's a weight. It's a weight. I think it's a weight, not a bushel's a, a weight. Yeah, like a like a pound. How many pounds? Three point two pounds. Two point five four centimeters is one inch. <laughs> Good. No. Uh, no, I I have no idea. I'm sure there is an actual um, a matchup to it, but like, uh, but he 
he eats all those apples while he's waiting on Rosie and I guess gets sick from it because that's a lot of apples. It is. Throws up the apples. An apple a day keeps the doctor yeah. away. Not if you eat two a bushels. bushel or more, you will throw up. He uh throws up into the the bushel baskets of apples <laughs> and then makes a sign that says applesauce for sale instead of apples for sale, that's which is fucking gross. Very gross. <laughs> that is nasty. Hefford mentions that he's starving to Rosie uh, <laughs> after directly basically being bulimic two seconds earlier. <laughs> right. She takes him to uh, the health mart and uh, to Cafe Locale where she feeds him healthy food and uh, and he gets converted, which I don't think is really too far off. I mean, we're thinking, I mean, Hefford puts a lot of bad shit in his body. Right. 100 percent of that. But. The pasture puffies we've kind of determined might just be like, you know, like cows chew on cut. It's, it's be grass. Deep, it's you know, deep, it's like got to be deep fried, though. I think it's you think deep it fried is? grass in in a box. It's like kale chips. Yeah, but kale chips aren't deep fried, are they? They're fried. OK, I think. I don't know. Maybe they're lightly fried, but it's in like something good for you. <laughs> There's good calories out there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Heifer goes to Rocco and is now a refined gentleman. Mm-hmm. And all it took was one trip to Cafe Locale. This reminded me of a there's an episode where many uh, of there, there's the Mickey Mouse shorts that are on YouTube. I've talked about before. They're almost like they took Mickey Mouse and those quintessential characters. Oh, this is like more, the Ren and Stimpiest. Yeah, they're kinda. almost like that. But there's an episode where Minnie is fed up with how Mickey is acting as like just kind of slobbish. Oh, OK, yeah. And so she pays to get him like refined as a refined gentleman. Mm-hmm. And whenever he becomes a refined gentleman, he becomes too refined. Oh, and it's she's really not digging awesome. it. No, not at all. Uh, yeah, he, he's, he's now like wearing nice clothes and everything and even turning down sausage and eggs. Yeah. <laughs> Puts some pork byproducts. He's not, he's not into it anymore. He's not. He's over. Rocco it. says that he has feelings for Melba toast, uh, the next door neighbor and famous hand model. So I'm thinking next door neighbor. It still has to be the the same Melba. Yeah. Uh, maybe so we she, do know that like, yeah. is her last name maybe is she's, Toast then? She's, I ha- that, would make, that would make the most yes. sense, honestly. Uh, I think she's ditched her boyfriend, and she's now a famous model. She's a she. Her boyfriend was a jerk. He was Remember? a jerk, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. He was like the, he drives in Iraq, that guy from that song. Yes. <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> He's a teenage dirtbag. Yeah. No. He, the, Rocco's, Rocco's the teenage, the teenage yes. dirtbag. But we find out that she also is. But her boyfriend's a dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like Heifer, uh, like he he has feelings for her. Like Heifer has for, for Rosie. Uh, Heifer brings Spunky a healthy treat, <laughs> and Spunky dislikes, and uh, that sp- Spunky dislikes. And Heifer says that he's going to go meet Rosie at an art exhibit because he's refined. Yes, because he's refined now. <laughs> the uh, next morning, Rocco's alarm goes off, and he has this plan essentially to like meet up with Melba, like. Yeah. He's like, I'm gonna. We're gonna accidentally run into each other. So he's gonna get all cleaned up and wear his his uh, nice uh, his Rocco patterned suit. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know what you call that besides Rocco pattern because everybody knows what that is. Yeah, that's uh, but it's a suit version. Yes, yeah, and uh, and realizes that she's getting into a limo because she's a model, mm-hmm. uh, and so he chases after it, but he doesn't make it. And then Heifer and Rosie invite Rocco over for dinner, and he accepts being, you know, kind of downtrodden and sad about that whole thing mm-hmm. that's going on. Uh, dinner, he draws the line at Heifer asking him if he wants to go to the opera. <laughs> he storms out. Operas were Rocco too refined for him. There. Does not want to go there. At Rocco's house, he's looking for food, 
and he orders pizza uh, because pizza always picks him up. And I agree with that. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't make me feel good. Like, like three hours later, I'm like, man, I really shouldn't have ate all that pizza. But like yeah. in the moment, pizza is like that go to. What like, is Is that your ultimate like feel good food? Um. Oh, my God. That's your question. <laughs> I didn't even see that. <laughs> That's okay. It's we're on the same page. Uh, yeah, go to. I would say pizza is my pick me up. Is like that's my. I need something quick. I need something that's. I don't want to cook. It's my like. I'm feeling bummed. It's a rainy day. Like pizza's like the way to solve all the world's problems. Yeah. What about you? Um, it's kind of a toss up for me. I am on team pizza as well, but pizza I, hut I specifically. Am, yeah, I love pizza hut, dude. Uh, <laughs> But I'm also in that boat with uh, with good Chinese food as well. Mm. I really love a good Chinese food, especially if I'm like feeling bummed or low or anything like that, too. I don't know what it is about Chinese food that always makes me feel good. When, it might just be because of like, obviously, it's good food, but yeah. also in the back of my mind, too. It's like I associate Chinese food with like good food and good times and memories, especially yeah. like that was like up until several years back. That was our Christmas. You know, Absolutely. we would always go Christmas night. Uh, have our Christmas Eve right. at you know the family restaurant and yeah. everything, and then we would have our Christmas night there at like uh, at a Chinese place in Carbondale. Yeah, and it was just kind of an always a thing. And I just, part of me might associate it with that. It's yeah. just like good times. You I know, can see that. What's uh what's your take on no no no, uh your weekend? You got a different work schedule than I do. So like your Sunday is Wednesday. What is your Sunday Wednesday? Like My Sunday is Friday. Your Sunday is Friday? Yeah. So, like, you're off on Thursday and Friday? No, I work Thursday, Friday. I'm off Monday, Tuesday, and if I don't get mandated Wednesday, I work Wednesday. So, Tuesday is kind of like your Sunday? Uh, Yeah, or Wednesday. Potentially. Yeah. Do you prefer Chinese food on your Sunday? Uh, Like, on one of those days? Yeah. Does that make it extra better? Like, that day before you go back to work? I would say like Wednesdays or Thursdays that first day after that first day of work, maybe like it wasn't a great day or something. That was probably be my go to go to day. I I don't usually have it on Mondays, Tuesdays for some reason. I don't know if it's just because it's integrated in my mind. I always it's almost it's no, it's more of like a taco Tuesday. Oh, taco. I'll make tacos homemade at a house for us. um, Or maybe we just get a quick Don tequilas, not a sponsor. Um, And then uh, uh, that, you know, and, and then that would be that. Gotcha. Pizza day might be it might be my my Saturday. Maybe yeah. it's a pizza Saturday first day of the I, weekend. Uh, I, I don't want to make anything. I just finished working twelve hours. Right, just give me pizza. Absolutely. <laughs> I because uh, like Sundays for me are like the my my day that I love to get Chinese food. If I if I if I have to pick a pick yeah. a pick I can a see that. Day, I don't know why. There's a good logic behind it. Yeah. I don't always growing up though for some reason, and this has always been integrated in my mind. Thursday has always been my favorite day of the week. I don't know why. Because like Friday's next, uh, I don't know. Maybe that was it. Part of the way through like school, like whenever I was a kid in grade school and stuff too, yeah. I would just always be extra peppy and happy on Thursday. <laughs> like that would just be like this is my day. I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe it's because I'm like I'm like you're over the hump and you're yeah. on you're during it's during your Thursday and you're just like it's all downhill from here. Hump day was always my favorite day, and it turns out that I get paid on Wednesdays now. So yeah. like it's now even, it's an even better day. even better day. Uh, let's finish up the rest of this. Heifer barges into the ro- and to tell Rocco off, uh, but he smells the pizza, and Rocco offers him some. Uh, Heifer's stomach yells for him to take the pizza via X-ray cam. That's right. 
Who knew that that was a thing? And well, there's uh, only one stomach though, too, in the shot. That's true. Good point. Which we know that he has had multiple stomachs. Cows have four stomachs. We've that I've looked that up yeah. since uh, since uh, our previous endeavor of wondering what happened when he sold his stomach in season one. Yes, to the, uh, to Scottish, the Scottish uh, whatever show. Hot air balloons. What they no, they play bagpipes. Bagpipes. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's it has a name for yeah. Scottish bagpipe something club or whatever. Right. I think he has yeah. the card. Yes. Um. So he has four stomachs. He has three more to spare yes. as of right now. Yes. Um, if we're keeping so count. we saw X-ray cam of one stomach. That's there right. are two that got ignored. <laughs> I'd like to point that out. <laughs> and uh, so Rocker and Rocco and Heifer eat pizza on the couch. The end. Yeah. That's how they make up. Uh, Heifer is immediately converted by pizza, which pizza has all the power in the world. That makes yeah. sense. That is. Uh. That's it. So we go to issue three. Uh, part two. Hey kids, let's play pass the puffy. Which sound? I mean, they knew what they were doing. There. They knew what they were doing. It there. was a, obviously a marijuana joke. Uh, so Heifer is on his seven hundred and eighty sixth pastures puff. Uh, we see his body, and there is a nickel toothbrush and a green slime ball from Rocco's fridge from uh the War Bonds era. Yes, <laughs> it somehow is now inside his body. I would. I wanted to see that backstory. That should have been. <laughs> That should have been mentioned in the comic, at least. Right. That seems like comic territory. You know, yes. like, how did this get in his body? Yes, there's an origin to that. Uh, a bone, uh, for some reason. I That might be from Peaches whenever he was choking, choking on the chicken bone. Maybe a piece of it's in there. That's right. Uh, a pencil and an intestinal maze with worms in it. Which this comes to what this actually is. It's a two-page spread yeah. that is a an activity page. Yeah, literally, uh, it's just a maze activity that not you really would see on the back story. of, like, a... Fucking cereal box. <laughs> yeah. Or your menu at Fazoli's when you were a kid. Yep. Um, yeah, it's it's just a maze book. Uh, Darren Auk is the concept and pencils for this, and Matt Malley is the inks and letters. And I don't believe Matt Malley has been on the credits yet. I don't know. I like how you said Matt Malley first, though. Matt Malley. Matt Malley. <laughs> <laughs> Issue four, segment one, remote controlled. Yes. Uh, this is by John Louis Lindowski is the writer. Darren Auk pencils. Matt Malley. Or Mally, Mally, Mally. Uh, his eeks. <laughs> that's, your, that's your Wisconsin coming in. <laughs> Matt Mally, Dave Sharp and letters. Bob Sharon as colors. Matt Lackey editor and Tom DeFalco editor in chief. So proper. <laughs> I know they're real titles. I I don't love from what I've seen so far here on out. It stays similar. No much, no much fun. They're not fun anymore. They're not fun. Something happened. Maybe they, they had like a. Maybe it was like a test thing. Like the first, you know, like the first two issues of the comic or something like that. First two or three issues, of the comic were yeah. like, uh, we'll throw this to the company to see if they like it. And then just do this for funsies. They liked it, left it in as is. And they were like, you get a six, you know, seven issue arc, yeah. you know, and then we'll see where it goes from there. Yeah. Marvel put the, they're like, no more funny names though. Yeah. They're like you could do this, but this is, we aren't going to have you change it now, but just l- please for the remaining issues that we haven't, that we haven't screened. <laughs> Please just leave it normal. <laughs> uh, Rocco and Heifer are shopping in what appears to be a store called Shopperong, getting a remote control. Uh, maybe it's called Stegs. It's, it's unclear of what the store name is called. I don't know if it's Shopperong, if it's Stegs. Uh, Shopperong would be a funny, like, because isn't Shoprite? Uh, Shoprite is the name of them. So, so the name. that makes sense that they would go that route, but I'm not sure. Where did you get Stegs? Stegs was also uh, a sign. Is it on there? Yeah, there's another sign. I just maybe they're all just the selling. So maybe that's another place. Stegs that... is like stag. Like yeah, like a, it's like a stag buying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Heifer cannot believe that Rocco has to buy another <laughs> remote control, uh, and Rocco suggests maybe he should buy them by the dozen. Um, 
What's he doing with them? I don't know, but uh, how much would that cost, do you think? I bought a universal... Well, I guess I'm just going to answer my own question. I bought a universal remote this last week. $12? Uh, it was $10. Okay. Uh, at, at Walmart. I don't know how much it would be at ShopRite or Wrong. Um, <laughs> or Stakes. Or Stakes. One of the two. Um, but yeah, it was like 10 bucks for this universal remote. I needed it for Betty's TV because somehow, again, during the move, we've misplaced this remote control for a, a whole television. Um, maybe that's what happened. That's true. Maybe he's just, I don't know. I think Spunky's eating them. You think Spunky's eating them? It sounds like something Spunky would do. It sounds like if we get another x-ray cam, that would end up in another stomach. Yes. That we haven't visited yet. I'd say maybe, you know, you probably could get a discount with a 12-pack, 100 bucks. Yeah. $20 off? Yeah. That's good. What's what's that percentage? Uh, It's 15. I don't know. Cool. Uh, there's a shoplifter in one of the panels. It's a slug. And we've seen slugs as, uh, are those, is that what the carnies were? Yes. Okay. So they're, they're, they're shady people. Slugs yeah, it's kind of scuzzy. People. They're sluggy. Just in general, scuzzy, sluggy. Sluggy. Sluggish. <laughs> yes. It almost seems like though, I mean, at the same time, if they would have made it the weasel also. Yeah, it would have worked I would have because then, you know, you think like he's weaseling them out of something yeah. also in that sense. I think that would have worked, but yeah. that's what they went with. Right. Uh, Heifer decides to microwave his TV dinner at the store <laughs> and puts the remote control in there as well. Uh, this kills the microwave, though Heifer eats the food still anyways. I would assume that has to be. He's hungry. All kinds of toxic. It's all the all the waves. Even though it's not in his food. The fumes from melted remote control probably yeah. have gotten in there somehow. Right. He yeah. notices that the remote was in there in the yep. busted microwave and uh, tries uh, try, and tries it on the donkey salesman. Why, what is this note that I made? I don't know. Moving on. Oh, it mutes the doll, donkey salesman. He uses it on uh, a person. The salesman's a donkey. Okay, so after he's used it yes. in the microwave, it has now given... The remote control, melted remote control, yeah. supernatural it's got powers, radioactive power. Yes, it has turned into the remote control from the hit Adam Sandler movie Click. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm glad that you could tell what my notes meant. I'm, I'm, I'm right there. I'm getting and, there. And yeah, you're right. It, exa- it does exactly that. He pauses. He mutes the salesman just like the Click remote does. Uh, this is where the Click idea came from. Uh, the they say uh, they see a guy running into the hip lady hippo. Uh, then who says her famous catchphrase? How dare you? I like it that way. <laughs> See, you think that's how she says it during like sex. She's just like, how dare you? <laughs> it's a little more subtle. Uh-huh. It's a little soft. Uh, they're in the checkout lane, which is very long. So long. Uh, and a turtle is holding up the line. Go figure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rocco uses the super fast forward on the line and it checks out super quick. It works. Yeah. Uh, they stop by the grease pit. Uh, which is uh, a restaurant, mm-hmm. and uh, fast forward the slow cook that's making their food, and uh, they get it much faster. And uh, Rocco slows down Heifer while he eats because he's like, Heifer, slow down. You're always eating all the fast, all the fast. You're eating all the fast. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he's doing a lot of just like playing with time, a lot of slowing down, fast forwarding. How do you feel about like time stuff? Um, if I could turn back time. <laughs> And if I could find a way, uh, I I think that it's dangerous. Obviously, like if if you mess with that, you're gonna mess with a timeline. You're gonna end up with a multiverse. Uh, there's a lot of things that could movies go bad. about that these yes. days. <laughs> uh, but it, it, let's just say that it's linear, and you can just actually just slow it down. If you're the one in control, the year of it, was 1985. Are Marty you, McFly? <laughs> are you like? 
I would really focus on very selfish things. Like I would slow down like time for me to get things done mm-hmm. and would give myself more time to do things. Watch your kids grow up. Um, right. Uh, <laughs> little Sally <laughs> and, uh, and little, little James. Uh, and, but I mean, you could save the world. You could do a lot of like good things uh, with it too. But why would you? But I, I don't know. That's where the rules get rough. Like, if I slow it down so that I have more time to like play mm-hmm. music, who am I really affecting? But if I slow it down in order to save, if you slow it down time so that you people, could play more music, would that mean that your music was being played slowly as well? It'd be so. It'd be like a like Radiohead sludge, sludge metal. So at home, Tom York. At home, they see Mister Big Head being chased by bees. So they rewind time so that way they can watch it again. Uh, and save the mailman from Earl, the trash dog, by pausing Earl. I like so now they can like they can control specific things. Mm-hmm. They can like just point it at Earl, and they're like, "Let's see that again." And, Which do you think that they they did that for Mister Bighead because he they, is mean be- to them? I'm gonna say like, do you think it because they just think the act of that is funny? Like you watch like a fail video on YouTube yeah. or some shit, or do you think it's because? They don't like him at all because he doesn't like them and picks on them sometimes or says mean things. Do you think they don't like Both. him like actively? I think that they, they always seem like very friendly toward him, I even though they, he's an asshole. That's true. And I, and the comic kind of brings out a different side of these characters. And I think it's just the writing, too. It's yeah. like these guys, you know, Louis, there's a bit more like assholeishness yeah. that comes out. Lewandowski writes them in yeah. a way that is definitely they're a little bit more mean, yeah, uh, than they than they are in the show. Essentially, as, Rocco, we've seen him in earlier issues, like losing his temper absolutely. on Heifer or just on different things. Whereas in the show, he never really does that, but right, just a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Next, we get Spunky. He's getting ready to go into the ba- go to the bathroom on Mister Bighead's lawn, but we know that that's always been a problem. Yeah, and Rocco's able to rewind Spunky back into their yard to, I guess, just poop in in Rocco's. Yeah, yard. I don't like the idea of that, especially if the act already happened. To be You're thinking like, like put it back the in. shit goes back up <laughs> into his asshole. You're just like, <laughs> and then you have to go back over there and be like, oh, you know I, what I mean? I just, didn't think I thought uh, the that act like... of that falling back out and there's a, <laughs> you know, back up into his butthole is just weird to me. Yeah, I definitely didn't go there, uh, but <laughs> I, I appreciate I like the visual now that you've painted the picture. You are welcome. <laughs> uh, then Heffer gets the idea that they could go to the racetrack, see the winner, rewind time and then bet on that winner. Uh, straight up just stealing that from Back to the Future Part 2. Oh, is that what that is? Uh, yeah, yeah, they get the almanac from the year 2000, go back to uh, uh, Griff, or Biff, rather, gets the almanac as an older version. Oh, uh, yeah. Steals the DeLorean while they're doing other shit, goes back in time to 1955 to get his younger self the almanac, and then that way he can win money, and then he gets the, that's where we get the alternate timeline version of 1985 that's that they right. go back to. Yeah, okay. <laughs> And uh, they fight over their moat. The horses trample over their moat. And and so, no more remote. Horses win. They always do. <laughs> the uh, the sulk back to the car where he- where Heifer uh, says that he's so depressed that he could eat 30 bags of pasture puffies instead of the usual 31. Uh, he's he's drawing a line there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then yeah. we're, we're at the end of that issue. Yeah. And you already asked the, the magic question. Yeah, I'm. I'm not reading ahead on these. It's I awesome. promise. I, I mean, just, it just naturally is coming what out. What would I guess. you do with your magic remote? Oh man, 
could you imagine uh just like coming indefinitely you just you just, just like rewind oh, it. oh you know like a good one yeah that's you no okay i don't know what i would do <laughs> probably not a whole lot I, I would give it to somebody that could do better things with it than you're me. like you seem like you got good ideas <laughs> I mean, like i mean like i'd be like i know i could probably save the world but i can't save the world so i'm gonna give this to you to do that because I don't think I could do this. Some people have better angles. They get a, a better idea on like how because to do they're it. chiseled, like Jason Momoa style. Like he has better angles than me. Oh, no, not like that. Yeah, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> Issue four, segment two. Uh, we have a full segment two this time. Yeah, uh, beaten by a club. We have a new writer in Joey Calaveri. Cala Cavallari. That's where we go. There we go. Cavallari. He uh, sounds like he belongs in Audio Slave. Could be. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> Darren, I don't know what that means. <laughs> it just sounds like the name of a guy that would be in that band. Max Cavallara is uh, Soulfly. Oh, yeah, there we go. Maybe that's who I'm thinking of, and that's where I associated <laughs> it with for some reason. Uh, Darren Auk is our penciler. Matt Malley, or Maley, is inks. Uh, <laughs> Dave Sharp and letters. Bob Sharon Kellers. Mike Lackey in editor. And Tom DeFalco, our editor-in-chief. I like the idea of being uh, in colors. Yeah. I'm Bob Sharp, Masharn, and I'm in colors. Yeah, there's some pretty good colors out there. This guy, I mean, Bob Sharon doesn't do a horrible job, but like he's kind of got an, he's got something to go off of already. He knows but, how to, he knows how to color those blues. He's got to kind of keep it pretty standard to the TV show and that. But True. like, I was looking at some guy's art the other night, and I was like, oh my gosh, like the art was good, but the color choices were like what really made that mm-hmm. dude's art and uh he's got there's, a new comic that's coming out in a couple months uh artwork that i had seen uh like a year or two ago on it might have just been popped up on reddit but through like deviant art that somebody had done yeah of realistic versions of all of the characters from Rocco's modern life but mm. they're hyper realistic versions of the animals mm-hmm. so it's a it's a wallaby wearing Rocco's shirt basically oh, yeah. but it looks like a wallaby um you know like a, an actual exterior uh, two toads, you know, with nice. like one of them has like the big ploofy orange hair, uh-huh. but it's just like super hyper realistic versions. Yeah. I don't know how to find that, but I wanted to find it so I could show it to you yes. after I thought about that. It's really cool. Uh, so let's start off this issue. Rocco and Hef are in line for Club Seals, where the Lollapaloozers are playing tonight. I see what they did there in yes. both instances. <laughs> uh, one is not as cool. <laughs> yeah, Club Seals isn't a isn't a nice name. Uh, Lollapaloozers is funny though. Uh, Heifer is eating lava puffs, uh, which are, I guess, the spicy version of pasture puffies. Yeah, uh, flaming hot, flaming hot pasture puffs. Flaming hot pasture puffies. Uh, crumbs are falling on Rocco's head, and birds are surrounding Heifer. There's just like just to eat them. Just, uh, yeah, that's like, like the worst version of pasture puffies for birds to eat. Could you imagine <laughs> the shit that comes out of that? Yeah, it's not good. Uh, Rocco's uh, told he is painfully uncool <laughs> and can't get into the club because of that. Uh, but the birds cover Rocco and Hef to eat the lava puff crumbs, and the door person thinks that they look cool. Then they're so stylish, uh, the, so they can go in the because bird of the bird clothes. clothes. <laughs> Uh, the security asks for ID. Uh, Rocco lists everything he has, including a green card, uh, which is interesting that he's a green card holder. And yep. so he is not, I guess, not visiting necessarily, yeah. but he is not a full on U.S. citizen at this point. Um, but he did have a uh, driver's license. Yeah. Which can you have a driver's you license? You can have a driver's license. That was a, a dumb question. Card. I realize that. 
Uh, he also is a Spider-Man fan club card. Uh, once again, crossing over the Marvel universe. Yes. Uh, he gets branded okay uh, to go in instead of a traditional stamp. They they do branding there at the club seals. Not the first time that we've seen branding in our Rocco series. That's right. Uh, Rocco gets in a pit. Uh, getting thrown onto stage and then gets chased off to the stage by security, uh, who now has a no Rocco tattoo on his arm. That security is watching out for it. Uh, security then throws him back into the crowd. <laughs> uh, Rocco stumbles around uh, after being thrown back into the crowd, uh, getting up, and everyone follows Rocco into his new dance craze, which is just to like, I'm stumbling uh, a little yeah. bit because I just got messed up pretty hardcore from getting thrown off the stage. Which basically then eventually just sounds like it turns into more of like just a moshing type of thing. Right. Just kind of leaning and hitting each other. Each people, yeah. Uh, Rocco makes it to the merch booth. Uh, she, the merch, the she, the merch guy. I think she is a typo on my part. She is. A, it's a, so the merch guy is giving away cups of his sweat. Uh, the artist's sweat or his sweat? His He's Gross. he's like he's sweating hardcore and he's wringing out his shirt. And so he's selling, selling an already worn shirt for forty dollars, uh, though on the wall it says it is for thirty dollars markup. Yeah, and then Rocco, you get the sweat. Rocco gets yeah, and that's that's a very like that's like an OnlyFans thing to do. <laughs> like whenever chicks sell like used panties and they're just like, uh, these used panties are like twenty bucks, but if I wear them. And they've been worn, you know, on my person and had yeah. the cooch sweat all up in them yeah. for like two days. They're now $30. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rocco gets on, uh, gets on, gets one of the shirts, uh, which of course is too big for him. But evidently all you have to do is pour a cup of cold water and it shrinks to teeny tiny. Yeah. For some reason. I don't know works. why that's, that, oh, that's not. I mean, really... when you wash something on cold, it shrinks. Does it? Yeah. I thought it was warm and then hot. I think you're right. Never mind. I'm pretty sure you keep it cold and then you dry it. It stays the same size. But when you pour water on your on your dinky, it shrinkies. It does, but that is flesh. <laughs> it's, it's the same as a shirt, right? Uh, Rocco complains that everything there is too cheap, too loud, or too expensive. With the cheap and loud seems a little contradictory, yeah. but whatever. Uh, he has never been to a concert before, I, I'm guessing, because uh, he seems really taken off guard by the loudness and the expensiveness, at least. Yeah. Um, uh, he goes to the scaffolding to watch the band, the U stinks, the U stinks, the U stinks, but with an X. Yeah. I about said because it's cool to add an X into your That's band. That's right. Yeah. It was, I guess maybe, uh, he falls down. His brain falls out during this. Uh, the singer bags him and kicks him off stage. Uh, mentions he that he can't save Daiji, even though he's doing a cool new dance, the one that Rocco made up. <laughs> uh, the same person that he's kicking off the stage, That's also right. the security guy. Ha, uh, how's up his arms? Throws Man, up his arms, maybe? Must be. My uh, my typos are bad this, this week. Throws up his arms when Rocco's uh, kicked to stimulate uh, an extra point goal. He's like, it's good. Yeah. Throws him up. I like it. Uh, that was a rough note that I, <laughs> I typed there. It's okay. I was just uh, making my way through there. You did good. Thanks. Did a great job. Uh, Rocco jumps on the security guy who freaks out, and Rocco jumps back off of him to get on stage to ask the band members for autographs. Like Rocco's into it now. He's like, yeah. he's like, I don't even care about you, security guard. I want my autographs. So the you stinks is like where they did it in for him. Wallapaloozers. So. He wasn't so much was, a fan of. I don't even know if the Wallapaloozers have went on yet. 
So this might be an opening. I think the you I was assuming a, it was almost like because he said he goes up in the scaffolding. Is that like not two separate areas of the venue? Like the scaffolding of is just like up high. That's where like where the lights are and shit. Okay, so he's, he's up there. He's up where no other people are. Okay, uh, and then falls down. Yeah, brain falls out. Loves it. <laughs> I don't know where I'm at. Uh, security knocks Rocco into the air by hitting him with the uh, with a guitar, and the Lollapaloozers singer says, "Hey." That wasn't Eddie Setter. Ah, uh, the security guy and Rocco just are having it out for each other on this one. Yeah, Heifer then finds that the band is sponsored by Lava Puffs. Uh, you know, o- o- oddly, that we've just you know found that out, <laughs> uh, which Rocco gets knocked into and somehow causes a volcanic eruption in the venue. They're that hot. They're they that Lava hot. Puffs, maybe even made of real lava. I don't know. But evidently, a wall of them creates a volcanic reaction. Uh, the next day, Rocco and Heifer are at home with boxes of lava puffs that I'm assuming they've taken now from this venue. Must have. And Rocco says that the only way they should watch TV or concerts is on TV at home. <laughs> uh, everyone from the volcano eruption busts through Rocco's roof, uh, ruining the roof and burying the remote. Which is why I had to buy a new remote, so I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, because stupid shit keeps happening to him and his house. Yeah, that's why he has to buy remotes yeah. in bulk. And because and Heifer's the one that's upset about it. But he's probably about ninety five percent of the reason <laughs> and cause that all of this shit keeps happening. Right. Uh, question on this episode is: real concerts or live streaming concerts? You had a lot of those these days. Yeah, I was going to say like once it's come to uh, Backstreet Boys reunion tour times, uh, I had. The uh, pleasure of experiencing several live concerts, yeah. ones of which that I've paid for and gotten to experience a very intimate setting, you know, most of which were uh, just a single solo artist, either from the band or just a solo artist in general uh, playing, you know, acoustic or whatever yeah. in front of the camera. And it, it's a really cool experience and I do enjoy it quite a lot. But um, there's nothing quite as thrilling as getting to experience a concert in person and you just get the raw energy from the crowd amping yeah. you up even more even whenever you're already so excited about seeing somebody that you love, you know, that much, especially, you know, us being as musically inclined and into music as we are. Yeah. We get overly excited about seeing these people that are influential to us or that we love. And then you have all that other stuff that's just kind of adding to the experience and alcohol helps. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, what about you? I, I like the, the live stream experience. Yeah. For bands that like, if I'm gonna sit in, oh, you can drink at home when that happens too. I don't <laughs> I mean, even drink. Well, I, don't I don't know why I'm talking about it. <laughs> uh, and, you know, I'm if I'm gonna sit in the nosebleeds and I'm gonna yeah. watch them on a screen already. Yeah, it's a lot cheaper to spend the twenty dollars on the live stream. Yeah, uh, on that side, if but that something some of them were actually fairly cheap. Too. Yeah, and 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 some are more. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but the uh, you're right. There's nothing like being in the actual venue, especially like I tend to go to a lot of smaller venues to yeah. see bands that aren't humongous mm-hmm. uh you know the the biggest venue i like to go to is the pageant but anything smaller is even better yeah i've got a couple of shows coming up at the beginning of 2022 that i'm going to that i'm just super pumped for because Gosh, brag much. they're like they're in these tinier venues <laughs> yeah with these bands that i love but like they're not humongous and i try yeah. to i try to get go crazy for bands that aren't humongous because You're i know humongous. i'm gonna have that kind of opportunity yeah. Uh, so that's always exciting for me. Yeah, for sure. You know what I always say? What's Podcast that? day is a very dangerous day. This has been an IFNZ production. Yeah.